This is Randy Hosman with Becker's Clinical Leadership Podcast. Here's your daily industry news brief for June 14th. First, CMS says Oregon State Hospital's proposed safety fixes are unacceptable. Oregon State Hospital submitted a revised plan of correction last week to remedy numerous safety issues found at the facility after CMS determined its initial plan was, quote, generally unacceptable, unquote. Oregon State Hospital offers inpatient psychiatric services at a main campus in Salem and secondary campus in Junction City. Inspectors found several systemic safety violations at the Junction City campus. Following this, on May 5th, CMS shared a statement of deficiencies with the hospital. Then, May 14th, the hospital submitted a draft to plan to CMS. In an email to hospital superintendent, a CMS representative and state surveyor said the draft was, quote, generally unacceptable, unquote. The hospital has since submitted a final plan of correction with additional details and action steps. CMS has yet to sign off on this. CMS says if the deficiencies are not corrected, the hospital risks losing its Medicare contract in early August. Second, the World Health Organization is considering renaming monkeypox to reduce stigma and racism surrounding the virus. To determine more appropriate names, the group said it is working with experts in orthopox viruses. Orthopox viruses is a family of viruses that includes monkeypox. This move was spurred by more than 30 international scientists who penned a letter Friday, saying there is an urgent need to change the virus's name. The scientists wrote that referring to monkeypox as African, quote, is not only inaccurate, but is also discriminatory and stigmatizing, unquote. As of yesterday, the CDC has reported 65 monkeypox cases in 17 states and the District of Columbia. More than 1,000 people have been affected globally in the outbreak. Third, the American Medical Association declares climate change as a public health crisis. The AMA adopted the new policy yesterday, saying it threatens the well-being of all people. The University of Chicago's Energy Policy Institute published their latest air quality life index today. It found air pollution takes off 2.2 years of life expectancy for more than 97% of the global population. This is used employing World Health Organization guidelines. This AMA policy mobilizes the organization to complete a few goals. First, they will advocate for policies limiting global warming to less than 1.5 degrees Celsius. Second, they will reduce U.S. greenhouse gas emissions aimed at carbon neutrality by 2050. Finally, they will support, quote, rapid implementation and incentivization, unquote, of clean energy solutions and investments in climate resilience. Fourth, here's how Omicron has changed the reinfection landscape. COVID-19 reinfections have seemingly become common since Omicron and its sublineages appeared. In today's COVID-19 landscape, it is not peculiar to hear of someone who has been infected two or three times. Before Omicron, reinfections like this weren't common. A team of scientists at Wheel Cornell Medicine in Qatar estimated that infection with Delta or an earlier virus strain was 90% effective at preventing reinfection in both vaccinated and unvaccinated people. Now, after Omicron's emergence, prior infections provided just 50% protection against later infections. 
Research has also suggested people who are older or immunocompromised are more vulnerable to reinfection since they make too few or poor quality antibodies. However, researchers have said that none of the more than 1,300 reinfections tracked from the start of the pandemic through May 2021 have led to hospitalizations in intensive care unit or death. Experts have echoed the message that the primary purpose of vaccines at this point in the pandemic is to prevent severe illness. They've also said that the virus is evolving to behave more like its relative viruses that cause common colds. Fifth, Omicron sister variants are gaining traction in the U.S. CDC data shows that sister variants called BA.4 and BA.5 are now account for about 1 in 5 confirmed COVID-19 cases nationwide. BA.5 accounts for 13.3% of all COVID-19 cases for the last week. BA.4 accounts for 8.3%. The prevalence of these subvariants have been rising steadily since early May. Early research suggests these subvariants aren't more contagious than other Omicron subvariants, but they may be better at evading immunity from a past infection. There is also no evidence that they cause more severe disease. Thanks for listening. Do you want more of the latest info about clinical leadership delivered directly to your inbox every weekday afternoon? Subscribe to the Becker's Clinical Leadership and Infection Control e-newsletter on our website at www.beckershospitalreview.com forward slash quality.